Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Don't grow weary of sowing and reaping, or by comparison, or because of the resistance you might be facing. This is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. Today, I want to talk to you about a great subject, not growing weary. Have any of you ever felt weary? Well, it's interesting, there are three references in the New Testament where that exact phrase is used, do not grow weary. Some translations say do not give up, some say do not faint, but it's a great phrase, isn't it? So I want to look at those three verses, Galatians 6, 9, 2 Thessalonians, excuse me, 3, 13, and Hebrews 12, 3, that talk about not growing weary. Now, in each case, this is not just a Greek word, but it's a phrase, growing weary. Two of them are identical, and one of them is different. We're going to get into that a little bit. But I think what's important on the onset is to notice the phraseology of growing weary, not just becoming weary, letting weary happen to you, but that there's a process where weariness happens. The weariness is different than being tired or uh, just even being exhausted. Uh, when you're tired, you know, a good night's sleep or two and a couple good meals will usually patch you up and, and get you rolling. But weariness is more mental. Weariness is more emotional. Weariness depletes you. Uh, one translation says that it dissolves you, okay? And that is pretty accurate. Uh, according to the Greek study I've done, uh, that there's a, a disillusion. It, it waters you out. It wearies you out. And it's very mental. It's very emotional. But you can be physically tired and emotionally sharp, and you can be physically rested, rested and emotionally dull. You can be weary in mind. So let's look exactly at what he's talking about in each case. In Galatians 6, 9, he said, let us... Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. So here he is talking, if you read the whole text, uh, he is talking about the principle of sowing and reaping. In other words, how many times do I have to do this? Or how long have I been doing this? Now, this is a direct reference to financial giving if you read the whole text but it also principally is expanded beyond there. Uh, he talks here uh, about sowing to your own flesh in verse 8. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. So it's an admonition uh, not to get soft about our flesh, not just to keep doing things that make things easy for us. Uh, not to be, you know, kind of spiritual prima donnas. He's saying, keep sowing, keep investing. Don't always be trying to pick the fruit too soon. So that's the first admonition of not growing weary. Have a determination that you're going to be a sower in everything you're doing. You're doing. You know, you can grow weary in witnessing. You can grow weary in giving. You can grow weary in serving. But you have to go into it, he says here, with the thought of, I'm going to keep sowing because I will reap. 
and having that kind of prize out before you. He said, if you're not conscious of the fact, I believe that's what he's saying here, that you're either sowing to the flesh or sowing to the spirit, what's going to happen is you're going to grow weary, you're going to grow faint, you're going to lose your edge, you're not going to have that velocity, that, that, that emotional drive to just keep sowing and doing what's good and doing what's right. Uh, and then he says in the next verse, this is how it would work out. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who are the household of faith. So each one of these verses, by the way, have to do with physical action. One of the ways you get weary in your mind is overthinking things and not doing things. You can over-contemplate things and take no action. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter, where, again, this same phraseology is used in the 13th verse. It says, But as for you, brethren, do not grow weary of doing good. What's he doing? He's talking about a comparison here. He's talking about people who, let's look at verse 11, aren't doing too good. He says, For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Okay? And then he says, Now such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to work in a quiet fashion and eat their own bread, and then he says, but as for you, brethren, what? Do not grow weary of doing good. So here he's talking about physical work. And I think what he may be really targeting here too is comparing yourself to other people. Look, those people aren't working so hard. Why do I have to work so hard? You know, and this could be in your family relationships. It could be on your job. It could be in the church. I think the principle applies when we start, you know, comparing ourselves rather than just saying, am I working as under the Lord? Whatever I'm doing, if I'm not being paid enough and somebody else is being overpaid, am I still doing my job as under the Lord? If I'm working in the church and I'm not seeing fruit or maybe not, I don't think I'm being appreciated, am I doing my work as the under the Lord? In other words, and, and then those people that just don't work at all, don't let them be your example. You know, you set the high standard of not growing weary. I remember one day I was driving somewhere to help somebody and uh, I was kind of physically tired, to be honest with you. And I, I wasn't complaining, but I was kind of meditating about just, you know, having a lot on my plate and thinking and just, I was processing with the Lord, quite honestly, as I was driving. And all of a sudden, this this like little spark just hit me like, thank you, Lord, that I get to work. Thank you that I get to use my talent or my skills or my gifting, whatever you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to work. And it was, it wasn't just like I'm trying to cheer myself up. There was a spark of, of revelation there. And so uh, I think we have to always honor that and take appreciation, take note of the fact of what we're able to do. And, uh, and especially you could look around and say there are people that are not physically, mentally, spiritually able to do much. They are incapacitated in some levels. And we get to work. We get to do things. We get to, you know, honor God. We get to be use our hands, use our heart. And then in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, 
is where this phrase is used again. Now, the Greek here is a little bit different, but it's still a phrase, okay? And uh, let's look at that in Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 and verse 3, he says this. For consider him who endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you do not grow weary and lose heart. So here he's comparing uh, our walk with the Lord and the hostility that may come that Jesus got, lack of appreciation, those type of things. If you go back to the chapter or the verse before, that's the verse that says, fixing your eyes on Jesus, you know, uh, who despised uh, his own life and gave himself up for death on the cross. So that's the context here. Now, what's interesting, the word weary here in this verse is the same word translated in James 5.15 as sick, as sick. So I think we could actually say that, uh, and I think you'd probably agree, that you know you can become so weary that it, that it physically pains you. Uh, depression uh, has real physical things that happen in your body. When you're emotionally, mentally oppressed, there are things that happen in your body physiologically that your body wants to shut down. And of course, then the best thing you can do is, is rise up and, and do something like that. Depression is almost always looks like inactivity. And I think there's a counter to that too, that inactivity can be very depressive. So one of the things we do to keep sharp in our mind is that we stay physically active, we stay, we stay emotionally engaged, and we stay intellectually stirred. Like if you're in, listening to this podcast today, you know, you might be driving a car, you might be sitting at home, but you're, you're staying intellectually stirred. You're stirring your mind up. And so here he's saying, listen, don't be discouraged when things in your life spiritually are, are what you're looking at not doing good. Remember what Jesus had to deal with, the resistance that he had. Don't let this become a sickness in your soul. Don't let this get you so weary that it, it literally will make you ill. So I'm encouraging you today to stand up on your feet and uh, take action for what God has given you. If there's any area in your life where you've just contemplated, hey, I'm not doing it anymore, this isn't working, but you know what? You know it's the right thing. The sowing and reaping in Galatians, the sixth chapter, don't grow weary in doing that. In 2 Thessalonians, don't compare yourself to others. And then here in Hebrews 12, about just resistance to what you're doing, remember what Jesus had to deal with. So my encouragement to you today is do not grow weary. Don't let yourself grow weary. And I'll leave you with this thought. I've seen over the years people say, well, you know, I am, I am weary, so I'm going to take a break from doing this. What I've noticed is those people usually don't get restored. And here's why. Cessation of activity, stopping activity does not renew your mind. Okay, there's a difference between weariness and rest. And I'm going to talk about rest, I think, in my next podcast on what biblical rest really looks like, okay? But let's not mistake the two. Uh, do not grow weary. If you see any growth towards weariness in your life, 
Look at these three scriptures, meditate on them, ask God for wisdom, faith comes by hearing, and then apply them. Hey, thanks for spending this time uh, with me and allowing me to share my heart and thoughts. I, I want to encourage you to be the best you can possibly be and to influence others, influence your life. Share this podcast with somebody if it's been a blessing to you today, okay? God bless. Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Today, Keith had a discussion on not growing weary. Determine that you are going to be a sower in everything you do. Don't compare or let others be the example. You set the standard in not growing weary of doing good work. And stay sharp in your mind by staying physically active, emotionally engaged, and intellectually stirred. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.